With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin, Daf Samach Dalet, page 64. We begin at the very bottom of 63b, Samach Kim Lama Beis, at the Mishnah. Ha'isha Sha'amra Eskam Ligiti, a woman who says, Receive my get, be a shliach l'kabbalah, a messenger to receive. So you need two sets of witnesses. You need two witnesses that say that we heard her say to this messenger to receive it. And two that say that in front of us, this messenger indeed received it from the husband. Meaning the get, the divorce document he received. The kara, and it was ripped up in front of us. The Gemara is going to explain why it has to be ripped up. Even if you have the same two people that are there at the beginning, the witnesses that originally saw her appoint him to be his messenger to receive, to be her messenger to receive, and even if those people who saw the original thing and the second thing, which was the Baal, the husband giving it over, it's fine. Or you could even have that one of the original group and one of the diff- the second group are two different people. And there's one person who's the same in both groups. That's also fine. We just need verification of this thing. It doesn't matter if it's the same people or not. Gemara, begin the Gemara. Itmar. It was said in a memorable, Let's say you have a conflict between the Baal, the husband who gave it over to a messenger, and this messenger was supposed to be a shlich l'kabbalah, a person who would receive it for the woman. So therefore, when you have a shlich l'kabbalah, a messenger to receive it, so it's, it's supposed to happen right away. So now, the husband says, I gave it over to this person, to this third party, not as, as if I want him to give it over to her, but rather I gave it over as a pikad, and I said, hold this for me. And when I, when I tell you to, I want you to give it over. And this third party, the messenger, says, no, you gave it to me in order to give it to her, and she made me a shlich l'kabbalah, a messenger to receive it, so she should be divorced right away. So who is believed? Rufuna says the husband is believed when he says that he was making this third party uh, a bal pikad and someone to hold on to it for him, and he didn't mean to divorce with it. Rufuna Rufuna says no. The third party is believed, the messenger is believed, we're going to see why. Rufuna says that the husband is believed. Why? That if it would be true that indeed he had given over to Gerishin in order to divorce her, as the third party claims, he would have given the get, the divorce document, to her. So why is he why is he giving it over to a third party? It must be that he means to give it over to him to hold on to until he's ready to divorce her. Rav Chizda, Amar Chizda says, The third party, the messenger, is believed. Why? Because by the fact that the Baal, the husband, gave it over to this person, it shows that he trusts him. So thus, if if the the Baal, the husband, trusts him, so we have to trust him. So despite the fact that now the Baal is saying something different than the third, the third party, the husband is saying something different, we still believe the third party because the, the husband originally trusted him, we can trust him. And therefore, the husband must be lying. Masid Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba asks the following question. We have a breast that says like this, that when the person who's involved admits to something, so it's like you have a hundred witnesses. However, if there's a third party who the person trusted, even though he's admitting one thing, since there's someone, this is the third party who's saying something differently, so he's believed, the third party's believed. Kate said, what's the case? This one says one thing, and this one says another thing. So the third party's believed. So that's clearly like Rav Chizda and not like Rav Huna. So, so how is Rav Huna going to explain this? So the Gemara answers, Shani Maman Desyav Over there, that price is talking about a case of money where the person 
let's call him the Baal, the, the owner of the money, whatever it is, give it over to the third party. So whatever the third party is going to say is believed, because since it's given over to Mechila, since money is something that when I, let's say, give it over to a third party, so I know I am trusting this guy for whatever he's going to say. Thus, in my mind, I know that there's a, a, a chance, slight chance that at some point he's going to deny what I'm saying is true. So being that I take that into account, I am mochel from the beginning. I forgive the money from the beginning, and therefore that's something that makes sense in regards to money. But to talk about by Isser, to say that when I give it over, when I give over a get, let's say, and I just want him to, to watch it. So true, I trust him, but it's not possible when you're talking about Isser to say that I am mochel, that I forgive it. I didn't give it over for a get. I didn't give it over for a get. I didn't mean to divorce my wife. There's no way to change that thought. Whereas, Rav Chizda holds no, that's, that's not true. The Shlish is believed, the third party is still believed. Toysus explains because since I know originally when I'm giving it over to the third party, I'm, I'm, I'm giving my full trust to him and he might at one point lie. So I'm giving it over with the condition, the precondition in my head, that if he decides to say something differently than what I originally said, which is he, he's going to go and say that he wants it to be forget. So I have the precondition in my head that indeed it will indeed work according to Rav Chista. That's how Rav Chista learns, but Rav Huna holds that no, you cannot say that in regards to Isurin when it comes to a wife. Now the Gemara asks, Vahatanya, we have a brisa that says, V'chein legitin, that not only does this apply in regards to a case of mammon of, of money matters, but it also applies in regards to gitin. So now our answer doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't hold water. The Gemara says, no, what does it mean when it says, V'chein legitin, gite mammon? It means documents that have to do with money, but not a document that's coming to divorce a woman. Vahatanya, so the Gemara says, wait, you can't say that because we have a different brisa that says, V'chein lishtaros, that it's the same halacha in regards to documents. Thus we can deduce that when it says gitin, it doesn't mean other documents because when it wants to say that it says that explicitly so the Gemara says who said they weren't even said in regards to the same Brisa meaning one Brisa says and so too in regards to Gittin and it could be that that indeed means all, all kinds of other documents it doesn't have to per se mean a document of divorce and when it says referring to other documents that's a different Brisa so since the two Brisas the two ways of saying it were not said in the same place there's no proof that when it says Gittin it means it means the documents of divorce but it could be both are referring to the same thing Gittin in one place in one Brisa and Shtaros in another Brisa and they're referring to the same thing but each Brisa chose its own specific language so it's not a proof to Rav Chizda in regards to Get. Because it could be that's only true in regards to money. Now we continue. Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah. Isha Shamrin's Kavali Gita Giti. Woman who says, Receive from me my divorce document. She says that to a messenger. So you need two sets of witnesses. Two of them need to say that we saw her say it over to the messenger. And two of them who say, who say that they saw that the husband gave it over to this messenger. Vikora. And it was ripped in front of them. Va'amai, Sigmar says, if according to what we're saying, it's true, so why is it that we need these two sets of witnesses? If indeed Rav Chizda is correct, that we believe the third party, so why do we need any other witnesses? We should just believe the third party here as well. Sigmar answers, Is the, the get in his possession, meaning in the possession of the third party, that he would be believed? Meaning, why do we believe a third party? When he has it in his hand, and theoretically he could give it over. So it's within his power, everything's within his power. So he has something called amigo. Amigo says that since I could give it over at this moment, and she would be divorced, so you can believe me that this is what it's for. He has power when it's in his hands. But once it's already given over, which is the case of our Mishnah, he's already given it over over to her, or it's already ripped up. So since it's no longer in his hands, he couldn't give it over to her, so therefore, he's not believed in the Mishnah. And that's why we need some kind of witnesses to say that she said to him to be the messenger, and that they saw that it was given over to him. 
forget. Tainach Amra. So the Gemara says, wait, we understand why we need witnesses to, to tell us that she had said to the messenger to be my messenger. What do we need witnesses in order to, to tell us that he received the get? We see it's right in front of us. He's holding the get. Okay, it's, it's ripped up, but it's within his hands. We know, obviously, there's no other way for him to get it except for the fact that the husband gave it to him. So what do we need witnesses to say that? Amorava. So Rava says, Hamani, Rabbi Lazar, he. This Mishnah is Rabbi Lazar. That he also the reason that you need witnesses at the time of it being given over is not because we, per se, need them to prove that it indeed was given over to this messenger because we can figure that out on our own, but rather we need it in order to in order to create the efficacy of of this get, so we need them to be there at the time. So now the Gemara says, Kara Lamali, why in the mission do we say that it has to be ripped? What, what's the what's the necessity to rip it up? Amar Yehuda, Amar Rav. Rav Yehuda says in the name of Rav, B'Shas HaGzira Shanu. This Mishnah was taught in the times when there was a decree upon the people of Israel not to do the mitzvahs, not to do the commandments. So therefore, so they had to rip it up in order that people not know that whoever was the government not be aware of it. So that's what the Mishnah is talking about. That's why they ripped it up. In fact, to this day, we do indeed rip up a get after, heaven forbid, if we have to give a get for whatever reason. So we rip it up after it is given. Zakti Gemara Vaita, the Gemara continues. Amar Rabba, Rabba says, Umoda Ravhuna, Ravhuna who said that normally we do not believe the Shlish, we do only believe the husband. Di'i Amra, he agrees that if she says, the woman says, Ihi Lididi, she says to me, Amar Li Shlish, the third party said, Delegation Yahavin Yahale, that it was, gi- it was given to him for a get. Mehemna, so she's believed. Says, Wait, is there anything that the third party is not believed but she's going to be believed because she, the third party told her it doesn't make sense Ella, so it must be like this that Rufuna agrees that even though normally the husband is believed if she says if the woman says that I saw my husband give it over to the third party in front of me for a get, in order to divorce, so she's believed. Why Migudi Boya Amra? Because she could have said she has a amigu that she could have said, and she would have been believed to say Baal. The husband gave it directly to her. So since she could be believed to say that she had received it, so therefore she's believed to say that the third party received it in order to give it to her as a get. Baal Let's say the husband says I gave it over for divorce. The third party says. He gave it to me for divorce. And she said, yeah, he gave it to me. And I lost it. And she doesn't have it in front of her. This is a matter that has to do with womenly issues, womenly problems having to do with uh, Kedushin and Gittin. And you can't have less than two witnesses here. So it's not gonna, you're not going to believe anyone. Ask the Gemara, Why don't we, we believe the third party? Marcia answers, we, He doesn't have it within his hands. Therefore, we can't believe him either, like we said earlier in the Gemara. Why don't we believe the husband that he says he gave it over for Gerishin, for divorce? If he says, I divorced my wife, he's believed. Mika Amar Girashti, the Gemara says, no, he's not saying that I divorced my wife, he's saying I gave this over to the third party. So, true, you may have given over, but who says that she ever got it? Why don't we say that we have a chazaka? We know that there's a guaranteed fact that whenever a shliach, you have a messenger going out to do something, he does his mess, the, that which he was sent to do. The Amar Someone says to his messenger, Go out and marry a woman for me. He said, he didn't specify which woman, and the 
the messenger died, Asr Bechol and Hashem Sheba Elam. So he's not allowed to marry anyone else because he, this Shliach, the messenger, may have gone and married him to a certain woman. And so he can't marry anyone else because everyone else might be a relative of that woman. Meaning if it's a sister, so he's not allowed to marry that lady's sister. But he doesn't know who he's married to. So therefore he's not allowed to marry anyone. And what's the reason for all this? Chazaka, shliach, oisa shlichusei. Because we have a predetermined fact, and that is that a messenger always does his, that which he was sent to do. The Gemara turns to Samach Talaram So, and uh, the Gemara answers, Hani mila So when is it that we can assume indeed that he did that? It's only if we're going to make a stringency. We're going to say he can't marry anyone. Of a lakula lo. But in this case, if we would say that the shliach did what he was supposed to do, so that, that would create a kula. That would allow her, uh, it would be a leniency. It would allow her to get married to whoever she wants. So there we don't, we don't assume that he did his shlichos, his, the, the, that which he was sent to do properly. Not when there's a leniency. So the Gemara says, Why don't we believe her? Because of that which Rav Hamnuna says, says, A woman who says to her husband, You divorce me, she's believed. Why? Because we have a predetermined fact, and that is that a woman wouldn't have the audacity, the chutzpah, to say in front of her husband that uh, you divorce me, and, she ha- and he hadn't. Sigmar says, no, when does that help? That's only if there's someone who's going to deny that what she's saying is true. But if she knows that she can get away with it because her husband is saying, as far as I know, I divorced you, so then there's nothing stopping her from saying it, even if it's not true. Meaning, if let's say the husband is saying, I didn't divorce you, and she's saying, no, you did divorce me, so she wouldn't have the chutzpah to say that unless it was really true. But in this case, there's nobody that's denying it. So therefore, she would have the chutzpah to say something that's not even true. So therefore, we can't believe her, we can't believe the messenger, and we can't believe the bald husband. Masnisim will begin the Mishnah. Nara Murasa, let's say you have a young lady. She's between the age of 12 and 12 and a half, and she is engaged. Hiva So both she and her father can receive her divorce document. Amar Abihuda. Abihuda says, no, it's not true. Two hands can't merit for one person. Only her father can receive her get. The last law in this mission is that whoever does not have the ability to watch her divorce document does not have the ability to be divorced. And we'll see what that means in the Gemara. The Gemara begins. What are they arguing about in the Mishnah? The rabbis who say that either she or her father can receive the get for her hold that a father and a daughter can do it because the Torah has given her an extra hand, so to speak. Rabbi Yehuda Savar, Rabbi Yehuda holds, Despite the fact that now she is no longer a minor, since her father still has the ability to receive things for her from the age of 12 to 12 and a half, therefore, her hand is irrelevant. She doesn't have the ability to get anything unless her father is dead. If her father is dead, then she would indeed have the ability to receive something on her own. But now, she can't, according to Rabbi Yehuda. We said in the Mishnah, anyone who does not have the ability to watch her get, we learned on a brisa. A young woman who has the ability to watch her get, meaning she's not yet a major, she's a minor still, she's not an adult, so she can be divorced. If she does not have the ability to protect her get, so she's not going to be divorced. What is considered a young girl who has the ability to watch her get? Any woman who can watch her, her divorce document and something else. My kamar, what does that mean? And something else. This is what it means. 
Any woman who will go and watch something else in place of her get, meaning, let's say she loses it, explains Rashi. And she doesn't, you know, she knows that she lost it, so she starts to watch something else. She has a tape, and she says, decides that this tape is going to be in place of her get. And she's going to watch this to take care of it to make sure she doesn't lose her tape now. So the Gemara says, Maskifla Rafuna Barmanoyach. Rafuna Barmanoyach asks the following question. She's a fool. Because if she's watching something else, obviously that's not called that she has the ability to receive a get. What is going on? Ela Amar Rafuna Barmanoyach. Rafuna Barmanoyach says, Mishmei Rav Acha Breda Ravika. In the name of Rav Acha Breda Ravika. Kolshem Avchenes Bengita Lodavar Acher. What does it mean that she watches her get and something else? It means that she has the ability to tell the difference between her get and something else. Basically, the bottom line is that she has the ability to be able to tell the difference and understand the importance of her get. Therefore, at that point already, she has the ability to receive a get. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Rabbi Asi. Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Asi, What's considered a, a child who has understanding? If he sees a pebble and he throws it away and he sees some kind of nut and he takes it to eat it. If he has this ability to discern, so then he has the ability to get something for himself, to be able to acquire something for himself, but he doesn't have the ability to acquire something for others. Let's say he's given something to watch, and then a person comes along and says, please return my object, and he understands that it's not his anymore, and he gives it back. So according to Yehuda, so he can, he can indeed merit for himself, he can acquire something for himself, or for others as well, because he has enough of a level of discernment. When I said this in front of Shmuel, Amarli, he said to me, Both of these have the same halacha. Whether or not he returns something to someone, or whether he's on the level of that he can tell a difference between a stone and a nut, either way, it's the same halacha. So the Gemara says, What's the halacha? Meaning, in both cases, he can acquire for himself and for others, or in both cases, he can only acquire for himself. Rav Chizda says that in both of these cases, he can only acquire something for himself, but not for others. A child does not have the ability to acquire for others. Master Rav Chinna Vardon, Rav Chinna Vardon asked the following question. How does one create a shituf mavuyos? That's a case where you want to be able to carry from one chatzer, from one courtyard to another, and they're all... Uh, opening up onto a an alleyway, so you want to be able to carry through the alleyway to another chatzer. So you create a sheet of mavuyos. Everyone joins together. They buy one barrel of wine that everyone has a part in. They put it in one of the chatzeros in one of the courtyards, and they all have the ability to carry from one to another. So what do you do? How do you do this? Maniach is a chavis. You place the barrel of wine. And you say this is going to belong to all of the people who live off of this alleyway, from, to all of the different courtyards. And you can acquire it to them through his child, his son or his daughter, who are majors, and or through his eved, his servant, or his maidservant who are Jewish. Now the Gemara says, What's the case of this maidservant? If she had already brought two hairs, meaning she's already reached puberty, my what's she doing there? She's not allowed to remain a maidservant once she's reached puberty. The case must be where she's less than 12 years old. Nevertheless, what do we see? We see that you can indeed acquire something for someone else. So that's a problem with what Rabbi Yechanan just said. So the Gemara answers, Shani Shituf Mavu is the Rabbonin. 
The Gemara says that we're talking about a case which is a Darabonan type of thing, which is Shitufa voice, which is collecting all of these different courtyards and allowing them to, to carry from one to another. Because from the Torah, they're allowed to even without any kind of combination, even without this barrel of wine being owned by everyone. So this whole concept is from the rabbis. So the rabbis created this concept. So from the rabbis, you can also uh, be able to make a Kenyan, acquire it to the other people in a Kenyan Darabonan through the, a rabbinic type of acquisition through this girl, even though she's not a major yet, she's still a minor. I'm Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda says, Ishtik Vardoin. Uh, Vardon, the one who asked this question of Chinana, so he was quiet, but he, he could have answered them. My Havalelem, I remember what could he have said. Called a Tikkun Rabbanan Ke'en Da'iraisa Tikkun. It's still a good question, because if the rabbi said that this girl who's a minor has the ability to be able to go and create an acquisition, so that's how it is. The rabbis always, they model their takanas, their decrees, based on the way the Torah set it up. So if a minor has the ability to do it in the, the rabbinic thing, so they should also be able to do it in a Torah thing. So the Gemara says, Ve'idach, so why didn't Varda answer this question? Nekai, Rufchinu de Vardon. So, Ve'idach ki Amrinan called the Tikkun Rabbanan ke'in da'araisa tikkun b'milsa de'isla ikram anatayra. When do we say that the rabbis, when they created some new decree, they did it in, in the, in, modeled after the way the Torah does it, only if there's something that has an ikr from the Torah, it's a source, it's based on something from the Torah. Ve'milsa de'isla ikram anatayra, Lie, but something like this, which has no resemblance of anything in the Torah, the Torah doesn't say that in this case it's necessary to do this whole combination deal. So therefore, in this case, you can't say that it was modeled after something. There's nothing to model it after. So the rabbis created their own halacha, their own concept, and a minor can indeed do it. But it's no proof to what would be in a case which is a Torah type of acquisition that needs to be done.